All right. In the name of fairness, to start the AJ and McCall show on this Throwback Thursday on VFX, there's a show on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle. Yes. I'm telling you right now, I think it is the absolute dumbest show possible. However, in the name of fairness, McCall says, and I quote, I don't think you'd hate it, so you have 30 seconds to make your case. Go. So it's very interesting because the show is based on very attractive people who are not allowed to get down and dirty, okay? Right. So that's the basis of the show. They have to form connections with people without being physical. So it's very it's very interesting because I think from the from the perspective of the mind, it's cool because they break down barriers and figure out like why they can't. So I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I sort of enjoyed it. The ending was kind of like it was good, but it was also kind of like expected. So, so you kind of enjoyed it, and the ending was good but expected. Therefore, yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. So basically, like it's it's very like I don't want to say mindless, but kind of. But like it's trash TV. Yeah, yeah. And I am not one to watch like reality shows, but when in quarantine, right? I may as well. <coughs> RuPaul. RuPaul. I love RuPaul. Excuse me. Mm. How dare you? How dare you? Mm. That doesn't that doesn't classify because I don't watch things like The Bachelor or those kinds of ones. <coughs> Singer. I don't watch it. Not anymore. No, I watched the first season. I was like, all right, I'm done. But that's <laughs> usually how I am. Like, I'll watch the first season of something, and that's as far as it goes. Like, I watched Love Is Blind, and I enjoyed that one. But I'm not going to watch the whole the next the season. whole world knows you watched that show, McCall. It was good. We only talked about Freaking the best Jessica. character of all time, Jessica, but, in like every after show podcast ever. So anyway, I watched that one, but I'm not going to watch a second season if there's a second season that comes out. You know, I was big into like American Idol when it first started, and now I'm not going to. I don't watch it. The Voice. I was also big into The Voice for the first season, and then I don't watch it. Like I'm very much like one season. I get the premise of it. I understand the filming style. I understand that you already know who's going to win by the at the very beginning of it. And then we just go like I Done. I get it. One season of your reality TV show and I'm on to your crap and I'm out. Yep. I'm done with your crap. Yep. Except for RuPaul because I love RuPaul. <laughs> oh, man. At the stage of quarantine, a bunch of hot people are put into an island and told, hey, Actually, you have personalities to get to know people. <gasps> oh, no. It was really Dumb. good. It was really good. So they give them mm-hmm. like a, it's like a $100,000 prize is what they're given for this trip. And so they end up saying, okay, so you've got this pot of $100,000. And if you kiss or if you like cuddle or whatever. Touch. Not touch. Not touch. You can touch, but you can't like. I don't know, intimately. Anyway. Shoulders. Great. Anyway, but for everything that you do, it's like it it drops the prize money down a certain amount. So they have like set amounts on things, but they don't know what the amounts are. So like if someone messes up and kisses, it's like, boom, done. Raises an interesting question. If you could uh, throw down, but it would cost you X amount of money. Where's the where's the threshold? 
for. Is this just in general? Like if it costs you a certain amount of money to throw down with certain somebody, like yeah, five gone. No, go ahead. It's I'm expensive. Out. It's expensive. It's more than five grand. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're you're using your quarantine productively. <laughs> hey, I've done a ton of other stuff too. There's just a I'm lot sure of hours have. in a day. Four of them, which were spent napping yesterday, but whatever. Beside the point. You know, in the age of quarantine, I, in fact, I just saw an article not that long ago while I was going through Facebook of the the uh, people being inside is less than the pollution. AJ McCall at VFX. So animals are returning everywhere. Right. But yesterday we found one that has not returned anywhere, which is the Manny, the unicorn of the babysitting <laughs> world, the male babysitter. Oh. Because even though we talked about it yesterday for the debate at eight and posed the challenge to people, hey, have you ever had a male babysitter, known someone had a male babysitter? Nobody. Hmm. It is a unicorn of this world. You know, I was thinking about it yesterday, and like I think that I had some friends that did when we were young. I mean, we were really young. But I, I recall a moment in my life when I was... 15 years old and I was babysitting and the people I was babysitting um, was actually a kid that was in the grade below me mm-hmm. and I think he was like six months younger than me and I was his babysitter and I babysat him and his little brothers and his mom said it's because he wasn't responsible enough to be able to like take care of them so at that point in time he was like 14 John Mulaney, the comedian, has a great bit about that. Uh-huh. He talks about how he, he remembers his babysitter he used to have a crush on. He's like, I used to think she was so much older. Turns out she was two years older. She could just dial the phone a little bit better than I could. Yep. And that's exactly what it was. I mean, well, yeah. I think about it, I'm like, why? I mean, we played games and stuff. I remember we played, like, it was like Disney's Trivial Pursuit and, like, stuff like that. But, like, I think back to babysitting, I'm like, man... Like, well, I could make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich better than anybody. Like, boom. Why did y'all trust me there to babysit children? That's key. Well, you know, scientifically, they women mature faster than men. And right. I'll be honest, you probably had more mature instincts. Because, you know, with guys, I think it's easy for guys to just be like, hey, you should be destroying them. But you know what? That looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I once destroyed <laughs> my house with a bunch of squirt guns with friends. And that was, at the, you know, that was... Heck, I don't even think that was middle school age. So, you know, uh, responsibility, eh, probably not. Out the window. Eh. So, probably had a little bit more ability to go into that authoritative mode. Be like, hey, we can't do this. Whereas guys are more like, that sounds like fun. Let's do that. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's all interesting. I I think we had a very interesting conversation yesterday's debate at eight, which is up on the website with all the podcasts, utahsvfx.com. But I just wanted everyone to know that that is a unicorn right now. Uh, I've heard more stories while working at VFX about Bigfoot. Yep. A lot more stories about Bigfoot than I have about male babysitters. I've heard more stories about skinwalkers than I've heard about. And I've heard more stories about people who find body parts that are I did not find attractive whatsoever, such as armpits and belly buttons, than I've heard more s- than stories of baby male babysitters. So, you know, yep. there's your perspective. Yep. Riddle me this, Batman. The last okay. two days of Florida or not, it has really been a 50-50, well, 
it's not been a 50-50 choice. AJ McCall at VFX was 50-50 between two states because it was right. Florida or Connecticut. And then mm-hmm. it was Florida or, I believe, Ohio. Correct. Is, is that the case again today? No, no it is okay. not. We're back the, to the, the wild card three. The states, the states that are involved today, we've got Florida, obviously. obviously. We also have uh, South Carolina and Louisiana. So good luck differentiating because mm, they're crazy crap. stories. Okay, yep. three headlines, please. Okie dokie. So we got headline number one. A guy was really upset about not getting a stimulus check. So obviously his response was to set his mom's shed on fire. Great. Good job. How He's did 51. That solve the problem? He's 51 and he was upset. So he set his mom's shed on fire. Wait, McCall, Is are he- you considering this that you don't have yours? Am I 51? Do I look like I'm willing to go and set someone's shed on fire to cause more damage and cost more money? No. Absolutely not. How dare you? There's story one. Story number two. 74-year-old guy pulled a BB gun on some golfers for violating the rules of golf etiquette and driving their carts onto the putting green. Well, I mean, yes, but I'm pretty sure having a BB gun is also violating the rules of golf etiquette. I must be. It's a gentleman's sport, sir. I must be honest. I mean, I I see people people carry guns, but people carrying BB guns is not like a common occurrence. I don't no, think I, you have to go out of your way. I think. Yeah, and then uh, story number three: a large alligator ransacked a family's yard. Jeez, his name is Big George. <laughs> you got names and he's famous. Yeah. What, what did he do? Like run off with their lawn decorations? Uh, he was angry. He was very angry, it says. He was knocking over pat- patio furniture and banged his tail against their glass door. It's a bunch of crap! I want out! Let me out! Well, yeah, <laughs> if you're sprayed it with a hose, you hosers. There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> That'll stop him. All right, let's hear about uh, McCall's uh, mental breakdown because she doesn't have her stimulus check. She's going to burn down a shisha. Oh, my gosh. I'm not either. So we got story number one. A 51-year-old guy got into an argument with his mom on Friday because he was mad. Right. He hadn't gotten his stimulus check. So obviously it's his mom's fault because, you know, she's the one that's controlling the government. The government, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, he wound up setting her shed on fire. And he got arrested for arson. He's 51 I years d- old. Like, how did that solve the problem? I don't even know. Like, what? I, what? oh boy, he looks crazy. Okay. I don't think that he was of sound mind at that point in time. There's story one. Story number two, an angered group of golfers was violating rules on the course adjacent to this guy's home. 74-year-old man allegedly threatened the players with a BB gun. <sighs> Which ended up prompting his arrest on Friday <laughs> evening on six <laughs> felony charges. Six. So, stu- so stupid. According to the so, cops, okay. he shouted at the golfers for driving their cart right. over the bridge and onto the putting green on the eighth hole. Um, uh, Which is a no-no. It is a no-no. It is. It's a par three hole featuring an island green and touted as the, quote, signature Pre- hole. Appreciate that, McCall. Thanks for for the update. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Most places normally have uh, they'll put like things in the way so you can. I mean, you can get around, but normally they'll put things to make it very obvious. But so 
going back to the beginning of the story, he was not golfing. He was just, he just lives next to the course. Yes, he lives on the golf course. Dude's taking it seriously. Yeah. So anyway, he went into his home and quote grabbed a firearm and pointed it at the six golfers, which was a BB gun. So anyway, they said they feared for their life. The firearm brandished was this BB gun. <laughs> they have the video. Uh, it, he was holding it in an upright shooting position. So anyway, yeah, cock sideways, gangster style. Like get off the green. What up, seventy-four-year-old guy with it with a with a BB gun? Anyway, Jeez. he started arguing with them. He told them, he said, "It's against the rules that you drove on the putting green." And then he went it's outside true. with his air rifle and continued to the verbal altercation in an upright shooting position or aimed down the sights towards mm. anyone he couldn't remember. Anyway, he got arrested on aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill a felony. He was booked into the county jail and was released on Saturday upon posting bond. So there's story two. And then uh, we got story number three. A family went out their back door to discover, oh, look, a large alligator has ransacked our yard. According to these guys, his name is Big George. He he knocked like over ransacked is not the right word. He, he knocked over patio furniture. He banged his tail against their glass door. Eventually, eventually, four security guards arrived and were able to remove the large gator and return it to a nearby lagoon. They said, "I didn't want that job." They said, "We we see these every single day. They're in the backyard, knocking everything over. This is to the next level, though." Big George is known around the area for knocking over patio furniture. He tossed the fire pit. He smashed his tail against the glass door because he was very, very angry. I mean, it ought to be bad enough to have a gator in your backyard, but to have an angry gator in your backyard. Apparently, it is mating season. Ooh. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. He- He's he not doing so well with the lady gators. Yep. So he had to go in and uh, toss a fire pit. Fun fact, McCall, do you know how they confirmed that it was a gator? How? When they removed Big George, he said, see you later. Oh, my gosh. Get out. There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> this is so tough because the first one's a dude living with his mom in his 50s, burning down a shed. Stupid. The second one's a golf course with an old guy. That sounds like Florida. The third one has a gator AJ, in it. AJ, I told you, we got Florida... And South Carolina and Louisiana, they're all really close to each other. They always okay, make I'm, appearances in Florida or not. I'm going to assume the third one is from Louisiana then. And I will take the, oh gosh, she shed her golf course. She shed her golf course. She shed her golf course. She shed. I'm going to take story number one from Florida. It's not. Dang it! It's not. That one happened in Louisiana. The gator was in what? South Carolina. <laughs> Oh, that's not even fair. I don't even think gators live there. <laughs> yeah, I made it up. In the age of quarantine, gators have shown up in South Carolina. Oh, boy. Anyway, I'm sorry, AJ. Better luck next time. Clutch my pearls. Sorry, Dang it. bro. <laughs> hey, did you know, speaking of which, because uh, you're <laughs> I was asking if you're going to burn down the she shed. Right. So Joe got your stimulus check. Like the guy in story number one, he said he's old. Uh, there's a new number out that marks when you're old, and I think it's good news for everybody. Great. I'm with it. I know what you were thinking, McCall. You were thinking while we've been stuck in this quarantine and all that that you're getting old. No. You were thinking that. Yep. AJ McCall at VFX. Good news is, well, technically and scientifically, yeah, you are getting older. 
But getting old. Don't appreciate that. No. Okay. Because according to a recent survey, it's not until the age of 57. Oh. So far to go. Okay. Yay. Yay, snakes. You're not even to the halfway. (laughs) You're not even to your halfway mental breakdown yet. I'm pretty close. Pretty close. It was a quarter. quarter. You were into your quarter life crisis. Pretty close. Actually, quarter life crisis. I think I already hit that. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I already hit that. Pretty sure racking up all my credit cards to buy makeup. I I think that did that. That's probably good. I'm going to classify that as quarter life crisis. I definitely had mine in college from the ages of, uh, you know what? That was about 21 to 22. So based on the math, I'm going to make it somewhere between 84 to 88. Perfect. Great. Yeah, so that was my quarter-life crisis. Great. I didn't talk to people. My dad sent my brother over to my apartment because they thought I was dead. Oh, gosh. I couldn't sleep. Oh, oh, it was great. It was the best. That's awful. No, but according to a a recent survey, 57 is when you are quote-unquote old. Huh. Okay. Which is such an arbitrary number. I'm sure it's an average, but any number that doesn't end in five or zero bothers me. Yeah. Because that's like, those are your ballpark, I always say even, they're your, they're your nice round numbers. Huh. So I don't know why you wouldn't just be like, call, just call it 60. Like, right. it bugs me. Or 55. It bothers me that it's a 7. That's like weird. The speed, it's like the speed limit syndrome. If I was to see a speed limit that was not ending in 5 or 0 and also, you know, not like 60, it would make me extremely anxious and uncomfortable because I'm like, why is that not a 5 or 0? I've been conditioned to be comfortable with those two digits. There was one place, where was I? I want to say it was like an apartment complex, and their speed limit was 13 and a half miles an hour. Okay, the half is just, you're, uh, the people that own it are pompous, a word I can't say. Yes. Get out of here. I'm going to steal that sign. How dare you? I lived in an apartment complex. The speed limit was 12, which I don't think most cars actually can go. That's weird. I'm going to turtle step into this complex. 13 and a half, they are just, mm. Yep. The worst kind of people. They're absolutely the worst kind of people. Yep. <sighs> okay. True or false, McCall, out of the two of us, you have the ghost, right? I think so, yes. True. Okay, Question because mark? for some reason, I feel like technology is failing around me, and I'm not so sure that maybe the Radio Ranch ghost has not shown up at my house in this age of quarantine. Oh. All right. McCall has the ghost in her house, not the ghost in my house. There's no ghost in my house. Okay. AJ and McCall at VFX. However, recently things have happened, and too many things to be a coincidence, and I'm either going crazy or there's a ghost here. Okay, what's up? You decide. Okay, so first, there was that day that my game system turned on right. magically. You and I were doing the show, and I didn't have the control or nothing. It just went, bloop, bloop, and it was on. Yep. It has done that at least one other time since then also. Huh. Two, my alarm clock magically went like no power mode yesterday. It was like midnight, midnight. Nothing happened. We didn't lose power in the house. Then the alarm didn't go off. That was the second time it didn't do that. So that's, that happened. Okay. And I talked to Ashley last, uh, yesterday. I was like, hey, I turned this on. Are you watching? I watched you do it. My cable box is now like just... Didn't want to work yesterday. Just ceased to function, and it's one and only thing. Everything electronic around me is failing. Oh, and the iPad yesterday we used for the show was plugged in all night. Guess which didn't charge in a single percent. But then when I had to plug it in during the show, and I didn't change a single thing. I didn't move anything, didn't move a cord, nothing. Charged fine. Technology's failing around me. Hmm. Hmm. 
The second hum means I'm crazy. The first one would have been like, oh, okay, consideration. The second one means I'm crazy. I was looking to see what was going on astronomically. Retrograde. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm willing to listen, so I must be crazy. What do you got? I'm looking still. Hang on. Oh, jeez. Our next full moon is on the 7th. So we got two weeks right. from now. So do we have okay. a new moon then? Hang on. Hang not on. that. It's not Mercury retrograde. It's June. Nope. That's in June. Oh, wonderful. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, The new moon... Oh, so the the new moon was like yesterday. So that just all of a sudden all my electronics were like, nah, <clears throat> done. It was a reset. Reset? They didn't work. That was the reset. Okay, if resetting is not working, then I can, I look forward to my own. I'm like, oh, no. I'm not. <sighs> Says tonight's April full moon benefits these three zodiac signs immensely. Which ones? Give me the three of them. Taurus, <laughs> Virgo, and... Capricorn. I am none of those. Well, then it Great. just so hates more you. more technology is going to fail. So, like, yep. ne- okay, so tomorrow on the show, I'm like, hey, my TV burst into flames and burned my house down, but oh, curse you, moon! Yep, I got nothing. I'll, Sorry. I'll at least know to re- where to redirect my anger. I think I'm Wonderful. just going to say that it must be your ghost cat, because... Yeah, my ghost cat just learned how to hotwire a cable box so it doesn't work. Yep. He's really been busy and probably quarantine. an electronic issue. There's actually probably some like electrical issue. Okay, how about uh, something that I feel like you're a little bit more qualified to give me advice on? Okay, great, because so, I don't feel comfortable right now. You know how no, it's, it's, you know how you've been working on your cooking in quarantine? Mm-hmm. I have a very simple food question for you that I want to know if you have the answer for. Because I found out a way. Eh, found out a way. I found something that seemingly made food taste better, but I have no idea why. Is it salt? Yeah, Nicole. I'm a 14th century colonist who has never had <laughs> spices from the New World. It was salt. You're right. Thank you so much for the history lesson, kids. So, like... Have you guys heard about this, like, salt and pepper stuff? Stop. It is amazing. Stop. H.A. and McCall on VFX. I just like the record to show that I said, I think I found something that makes food taste better, and I want to know why. And McCall was like, is it salt? (laughs) You're 31. Is it salt? (laughs) Well, I just wanted to check because, like, you like eating things like chicken nuggets and mozzarella sticks. Yeah, we just recently made landfall in India, and we've traded with them beads for spices. It's a glorious Stop. day. Now, here's what I want you to explain to me since you've been working on your cooking in the uh, quarantine. You can got the food expertise I do not have since I eat things like mozzarella sticks, which we can all universally agree are delicious yes. despite the fact that that was apparently a ding against Not me. a dinner choice, though. Here's the, each their own. Here's the, here's the case. So the other day... I don't know what it is, but lunch meat sandwiches right now are amazing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they put in them. I'm on board. So I had one. It was good. Then Ashley came home, and she had one, but she only ate half of hers. So I, being a boyfriend, you know, one of my normal tasks is I have to finish her food. I ate her second half of the sandwich, and it was amazing. And she didn't have anything on it that I didn't have on my first sandwich. So then I asked her, hey, can you make me a sandwich? I'm just curious because that was really good. So then she made me a sandwich and it was even better than the first one. So why is it that her food tastes better than my food? Because 
realistically, her proportions are probably different than yours. So she puts more of X, Y, or Z on. And the proportions are better. But it's because food off of somebody else's plate or made for you by somebody else is always better. Always. Hmm. And that is based on... Science. Hello. Science? Duh. So what you're telling me is that I should never, ever cook for myself or I won't get nearly as much enjoyment out of the culinary aspect of my life. No. You should probably just learn how to cook for somebody else because as soon as you start learning how to cook for somebody else, your food becomes better tasting. Right. But if it's scientifically proven that food made for you or food taken from someone is better, why not just do that? See, so if you make food for somebody else, like... I've started learning how to cook better because it's better, like, I think it's better because I put more effort into it for somebody else. It's okay. Ashley told me her sandwich was better because she made it, and I quote, with love. And I was like, yep, you're right. I just rage make lunch meat sandwiches all the time. You don't make it for yourself with love. No, with rage. That's how I make my sandwiches. I'm very angry when I make lunch meat sandwiches. So mad. Why is it that McCall argues with me about Miracle Whip and Mayo? Because you're wrong. Because they're different. (laughs) See, we're not talking about that right now because I will punch you through the FaceTime camera. The secret is the little rage you sneak in under the cheese. The secret is you put a little bit of mustard on your mayo. You mix it together and create like a like a yellow sauce, a gold sauce, if you will. If you want. Spice it up and put a little barbecue sauce on there, too. So then you mix it all together, and then you put the lunch meat on. Thank you. I can't wait till Food Network calls you for such things as how to make a gold sauce. Okay. So while we're getting advice from McCall, let's uh, spend some money. Oh, that's a great idea. I know how to do that really well. Specifically, our stimulus checks, though admittedly they're going for good deeds, so you can at least feel better about the amount you're about to blow. Perfect. There are two very important points I would like to make as AJ and McCall start this debate at 8 on VFX. First of all, it's everyone but McCall has their stimulus check. <laughs> How dare you? Second. <laughs> Second is fresh off of all the great advice McCall gave us. We got to figure out how to spend it. Yes. So we already had a friend of the show that talked about how they got one that they didn't think they were supposed to get and how they were going to donate. Mm-hmm. That was a good deed. Mm-hmm. How about if you can do a twofer and have a great experience, but it also goes towards a great cause? Yeah. You know, like the all-in challenge. Yeah. Which I'm a fan of. I mean, I, I decided I was going to pull this up and look at all of the uh, prizes because out of curiosity, you know, I don't know. For for me, I like to know what people are spending their money on when it comes to these kinds of challenges. Right. Oh, I think it should, just before we get into this, before we could judge these, it should also be known that according to a recent survey, 84% of people also want another stimulus check. All right, go. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so the total amount raised thus far at this very moment in time is $16 million. Heck yeah. $16.5 million has been raised thus okay. far, which is awesome. I like it. So I'm, I'm looking through and you can do the auctions or you can do... 
is it the sweepstakes? Is this what this one is? Yeah. So you can either do sweepstakes or auction stuff, right? Some of the mm-hmm. auction items, um, can I click on this? Thank you. Some of the auction items include uh, Tampa Bay home opener, game jersey and dinner with Tom Brady, uh, golf and dinner with Peyton Manning in your hometown. There's Ooh. Meek Mill's 2018 Rolls Royce Phantom, um, Yo Gotti's pre-owned platinum Rolodex or <laughs> Rolodex, <laughs> Rolex presidential watch. Heck yeah, and, Rolodex. And <laughs> personal coach tour bus. So, Ooh. Some of the prices on that one's one hundred and sixty thousand uh, dollars. The Tampa Bay home opener is okay. at, at seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I got my stimulus check, so I'm Gosh, ready. How dare you? Anyway, <laughs> you can also have a batting lesson from A Rod and take home his World Series trophy for sixty thousand dollars. That's what the bid is at right now. Um, however, like, take home and keep it. No, or just take you got to give it back. I'm sure you have to yeah. give it back. So anyway, I don't talk to a guy who's a like the face of steroids, but yeah, all right. Some of the other ones include, these are the sweepstakes, and it's like 10 bucks to get entered in for these, which is nice. You know, it gives more options that way because, sorry, I'm not spending $75,000 and buy 700 and, <laughs> I mean, I mean $750,000, okay? There's, but Tom Brady. But Tom Brady. <laughs> but Justin Timberlake I could go, not that I'm I'm very good at golfing, but I could go golfing at Pebble Beach with Justin Timberlake and Bill Murray. Ten bucks. Oh, over. That's the winning one. There's no way that anything could top that. Hands down. There's no way anything could top that. You could be Ellen's uh, next co-host on her show. That would be fun. You could run a lemonade stand with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Oh, that's not a co- that one's also awesome. I know. Uh, if you want to make TikToks, you can make TikToks with Charlie and Dixie. Um, you Red could pass. appear on Trash Talk with Gary Vaynerchuk and get $25,000 to spend at Wine Library for $10. You could have a private private aerial stunt lesson with Pink for $10. Bucks. Um, hmm. Who else? What else? Direct a movie with hmm. Jonah Hill. Have a private skateboarding lesson with Tony Hawk. Own Madonna's autographed Madam X tour jacket since she's not going on that anymore. Um, it kept getting canceled even before the pandemic. Correct, but there's there's a ton of of options. Um, you All right, McCall. Being a music video here's, with Tanisha. Yeah, pass. Here's the question, McCall. What is your uh, contribution to the All In Challenge? If they were like, came to us tomorrow. All right, AJ McCall, we need you. We need some Utah support here. What is your uh, What is your raffle? Come on, let's hear it. Um, I have nothing good to offer. Like, I have nothing. I mean, wow. Can... Charity just died. Here, Charity just died. McCall, I'll paint your face, and then people will be like, "Thanks." Now you have to pay me ten dollars because this is garbage. Like, I have I have nothing. To offer. Nobody you would can pet say my that. Dogs. I don't know. Nobody would say that. Not to my face. Okay, let's see that. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. This is, not while you're painting their face either, because then that's how you get the male genitalia drawn on. Yep. So that's one way to spin your stimulus check. Uh, McCall informed me of someone she knows spinning it a different way, and it is my absolute new nightmare. Oh, boy. I don't want to harm any animals, but if I see any of these, I will unquestionably punt them as far as possible. Okay. My new nightmare. Okay, I want to clarify because 
Well, I don't really care if producer Butters gets an email, but just so I could say that I, I clarified, AJ McCall at VFX, no one is encouraging anyone to go out recklessly spend. All I'm saying is if you have to invest 10 bucks and potentially get to golf with Bill Murray and Justin Timberlake and it goes to charity, I think everybody got a couple, 10 bucks, a 10 spot laying around that they could throw that well, way. That's, I think it's a good investment because then the money, again, goes back to charity with the all-in right. challenge. Of course. Which is, so that was the part. McCall, though, informed me that she knows of another way to spend your stimulus check, which is my brand new nightmare. So I was telling AJ, I have my my uh, my neighbors were talking to me about how they're going to be getting, they're called Brahma chickens, and they're big chickens. They're like three feet tall chickens, and they're big. And so I sent AJ a video, and he's like, whoa, no. It's a big chicken. I think they're, a big chicken. I think they're cool. I mean, I would never get one because I think that sis would probably try and kill it, but... They're terrifying. Yeah, they're pretty, they're, they're pretty they're tall. They're not small chickens, and I, I swear to all that is holy, if I see any of them, I will punt them from hence therefore. It looks like it could, like, do some real damage. Because, again, they're, like, three feet tall. I... Yeah, that's why it's my new nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, in this age of... of crippling depression and loneliness and and skinwalkers and and all that nope three foot chicken three, three foot chicken three new fear foot chicken is the danger thing for aj you know i just i think they're really they're cool looking they also look like they would fight you in your face if they got a chance saying. to something goes wrong all of a sudden you gotta fight that chicken i wanna i want a fight that i know i'm gonna win that one with a three foot chicken's more up in the air yeah. You know, like, trying to pick up my chickens right now because they're kind of skittish already. Like, if I were to try and pick them up, they, they they peck very aggressively, okay? Like, especially, I have an Egyptian chicken, and I can't remember what it is. It's like Egyptian... I don't know what the word Egyptian is. Egyptian cottonwood. Got it. No. Anyway, I tried Nailed to pick it. it up because it had babies underneath it so that I could get the babies and man, that thing's aggressive. I got to put gloves on because if I don't put gloves on, my hand's going to be pecked to death. Okay, McCall, let me give you a tip for your life. Fun fact, animals that have kids generally are very protective of I them. I know, but you got to get the chicks out so she doesn't suffocate them because she's squishing them. Here's another little tip for you I learned this morning. Pinch of salt goes a long way. No. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh boy! I'm gonna buy a moose with my stimulus you check. You can't Got buy it. a moose. I'm you buying a moose. You can almost buy a tiger. You can't buy a moose. Hmm. You don't have enough room no, for a moose to roam. With my tax return. Eh, just let him wander. Nobody's gonna mess with him. No, it's a, it's a moose. He'll be fine. No. I'll make all my money back off those adorable videos, like the moose playing with the sprinkler. No. It'll moose are mean. It'll Stop great. it. Stop I'll it. I'll become TikTok famous. Stop. They'll call me AJ the Moose Man. Stop. Except they'll say AJ the Moose Man. Stop. Then we'll get to say things like, who's that moose? Oh, didn't you hear? AJ bought a moose. Oh, okay. You don't Moron. need a moose. You don't need a moose. I'm you committed to it cat. now. I want one. I'm committed. I want a moose no. now. No. <laughs> I have two quarantine updates for you. Great. One, one makes sense, though, admittedly, I think is a little quick. Second, I think is uh, something that I'm bringing up because I'm a little bit concerned about McCall because she's been spending a lot more time by herself, and that just means those voices in her head get a little bit louder.
Yes. <laughs> I have a pair of Rona fun facts for you, McCall. Bring it. Because just because we're in the pandemic doesn't mean we can't have fun. Right. AJ, AJ and McCall on VFX. The first is Rona has already been added to the dictionary, which is the fun fact I thought was a little quick, but I guess since it's a worldwide pandemic, it makes sense. It's a serious thing. Yeah. Here's the one I'm more concerned about, and this is why we need to talk about this, because this is this is about concern for your well-being. Great. According to observations, people stuck in quarantine are more likely to develop accents. Oh? Now, the normal, normal reason why is because you're going to pick up the dialect in the way that the people you're stuck with say things. However... In the case of the McCall Taylor, I know you've been spending a lot of time by your lonesome, and we know those voices get kind of loud, including that British one that just magically has power sometimes and shows up whenever it wants. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of concerned we're going to f- eventually go back into the studio, and all of a sudden I'm going to be doing the show with a British lady. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe not. I don't know. Wink. I think it's going to happen. You know, when I was... Uh, <laughs> Born and raised in Indiana, right? Right. Midwest Indiana. Uh, When I met my first college girlfriend, who was also born and raised in Indiana, she was from a southern town that was more rural, so she had that certain accent. She told me, you sound like you're from New Jersey. And I was like, what? Thanks? What? But follow-up question, what? Right. I, I never really got a reasoning, but that she, she was convinced I had some sort of East Coast accent, and I was like, um... No. No. That's very strange. A you know, fun fact, <laughs> pat myself on the back, I was told by a radio professional a long time ago that uh, back in the uh, golden ages of radio, when it was all about the big voices or whatever, Midwestern people right. were preferred because apparently we enunciate, except for rural, which I can't say. Yeah, I can say an enemy, but I can't all. say rural. Can't do it. Woo, it's just, I saw, it's woo, just woo. a spoonful of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say rural. So can't good. do it. So good. You know, ru- ru- people from the country, those people. Yes. <laughs> Me. Hi. Speak- so while, yes, tomorrow is... Friday and also the end of the week. It is also the end of Park Narcs on VFX with AJ McCall. So if you haven't had a chance to check out our nominees, please do so because uh, very rarely do you get to see in picture form a kid show up an adult. But this week you do. Yeah. Nominee number one, parking so easy a kid can do it. (laughs) One of those little Jeeps the kids have parked way better than the vehicle next to it. Very impressed, really. It's quite straight on. That is straight as an arrow. That Mm -hmm. is Nailed it. Nominee number two, this is how we park outside the lines. Yeah. Someone just basically NASCAR parked their way into a handicapped spot because they had to go out and get their, I don't know, what kind of store that looks like. Fast food, tires, something. Yeah. I just, how do you justify getting out of the car when it's parked? Like, I like I know I ask all the time, but I'm just still so confused. Because, like, if I'm on the line, I'll, you, everybody's been there, right? Where you you think you got too close to the line and either you or you ask the pastor, hey, open your door. How close am I? Yep. Like everybody's done that, right? Oh, yeah. These All people the time. Not, not only didn't do that, they got out and were like, it's fine. <laughs> no. Copacetic. We're no. Good. No. 
Check out the nominees. See the pictures for yourself on our social media, Utah's VFX. Vote for which one makes you the most mad. Because tomorrow, we're going to find out which parking spot is the worst. And the narker, the one who sent in the picture, is going to get that Apple Spice gift card. Utah's VFX, all social media for partners. You know, McCall, after uh, catching up on all your daily happenings, I'm starting to think that you should probably just not come to town anymore. I mean, probably. AJ McCall at VFX, because like, it all started with your trip to a certain electronics store a few weeks ago, and you had to sit in the parking lot, then had to go through like this secret handshake and whatnot, even though you were the only one in the parking lot to give you your thing, Such which you pain. ended up returning, I believe. I did. Because it didn't work very well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't worth it. Nope. I had to go and, in and uh, buy a new thing. There was uh, your trip to uh, your, you cheated on your normal hardware store to go get your laundry detergent. And then you Mm -hmm. had to fight off a lady who needed five big, whatever, handles of it. I don't know what else to call it. Containers, cartons, things. And then some other snarky guy came along and was like, yeah, I'm taking one of these too, lady. I just, I just want to know what happened to that lady. I'm curious. How did that play out? Why do you need five? Like, I mean, one will last you a second. How much laundry are you really doing? Yeah. You're just really bored, so, you know. Is like 50 kids at home or something? Probably. Managing a, your equipment manager for somebody? Maybe. So the other day, I had to make a trip into town because I had to... Oh, uh, here we go. I purchased some paint. Um, I also purchased some flowers, which I was going to plant today, but, like, it's raining outside, so... It'd be doing that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll be doing it later today. But I had to stand and wait in line because, you know, they were only allowing X amount of people in the store at the time. And so I had to stand in line and wait. And then, of course, you get all the snarky comments from everybody around you that's like, not the virus that's killing people. It's it's the fear. And if we just get to get into the store, we'd be able to go faster and like all of this stuff and whatever, you know, to each their own. Okay. You think yeah, whatever you want to think. heaven. Yeah, you think whatever you want to think. I'm just going to stand here and follow rules and whatever. Okay, I know. That makes me a sheep. Anyway, I'm standing there. I'm waiting. I ended up getting into the store. And I went to go get my paint. And the lady said, you know, it'll be a couple of minutes because it always is to be able to mix paint. And I sent Dustin a picture of some flowers because I decided to go walk out in the little flower area of said department store. And I was like, look, these are the flowers that we had in Vernal. And he's like, hey, buy some spend you know x amount of dollars i think it was like 60 bucks or something he's like that engagement ring money (laughs) spend like 60 dollars and find some flowers so i was like okay so i went around and i grabbed a couple of flowers but i swear to all that is good it takes me forever to pick out flowers to plant every every time Especially now because like before in Vernal, I had everything set up. I had raised flower beds. I knew exactly how many flowers and where they needed to go positioning wise. And now I'm like, I don't have measurements. I don't know how big my flower beds are. Also, I kind of want to raise this one. Also, there's already flowers planted, so I need to pull those out. So then I had to figure out, you know, and then you got to figure out what's half sun, what's part sun, what's full sun. What's an annual? What's a perennial? Where can you plant it? What did the buffalo say to when his kid left for college? Bye, son. Bye, son. Right. So anyway, I spent all of this time. I was literally in the store for probably an hour and a half trying to figure out the flowers. And then I went around and I had to wait for longer. And then it was a little bit longer than that. But 
then I had to go to the other store and pick up some other material to finish off my my uh, studio. And anyway, it was like a four hour trip into town. So long. I think you should just stop coming into town. It's just not going to be pleasant. It's been quite evident under quarantine that your trips for errands into town yeah. are not going to go smoothly. They take forever. Forever. So let's just let's just all monitor when McCall says she needs to come into town, and then we'll all remember that and be like, okay, today's not the day to do my errands. Correct. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette, who's going to be the person that looks awesome today because they shared the thing that we think we want to leave the show with. Something funny, something inspirational, something uplifting. Yeah. McCall, what did you land on? I landed on my friend Cassidy's post, and it says, The perfect dad joke doesn't exist. And it's a guy, and he is walking out from behind a Jeep, and he's got a, a container carton, whatever you want to call it, of toilet paper rolls and rolls of it and he says guys i finally got some toilet paper but you're not gonna believe what it cost me and he's a double amputee so he's missing his arm and his leg but he's got his prosthetics on and i think it's hilarious (laughs) all right that's not bad (laughs) i landed on my friend jamie it's a uh it's a scene from home alone and it says ordering food in 2020 be like Leave it at the doorstep and get the hell out of here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you could win. Yay! The, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find us across all social media. Add us. Just like you should find Utah's VFX across all social media. And add us. That's how you get entered in for those Serenoni blankets giveaways we do. It's how you vote for things like Park Narks, the poll of the day, and comment on our topics like the debated eight. Yeah. And then you should really just find Utah's VFX everywhere because it's how you find the app. We're on your smart speakers. It's also the website, which has the music, blog news, podcasts, all that. Utah's VFX. We are everywhere. That's right. We are. Now, McCall. Yes. I feel like I should give you this reminder once again because you said you didn't forget. And McCall's in a tumultuous time since she is unable to use her planner. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday, McCall. Thank heavens. It is indeed Friday. I'm I'm so grateful because I'm yeah. Not to mention we are almost through another month, which is kind of bonkers to think about. Yeah, like it felt like it felt like the year was going by, and then we hit the brick wall in March, right? Yep. Er, and then like it, or yeah, and then it just blur. March and April just blur. Yep. <sighs> Tomorrow's Friday. Thank heavens. Yes. So until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.